Welcome to the Places We Call Home podcast, where we celebrate the courage, tenacity and resilience of migrants who have moved from their country of origin to make a new home in America. I love U.S. I feel this from your home. I, I never had the intention to move to the U.S. A lot of people coming here for better life, opportunity, job, safety. I never had this in my mind. When we dated, I didn't know him. I thought he was what he shows. But when I get here, I see how much he's a psycho. He still makes kisses. When he was angry, I saw my dream was to be a doctor. My guest in today's episode is a woman who is simply extraordinary. She has endured challenges that are, to me, unimaginable. But I do have to keep her identity a secret. So I'll be calling her Camilla. That's not her real name, of course. And her voice has been distorted. But I would love you listeners to give her your attention. Just listen to what she has overcome. And just imagine what you would do if you were in her situation. I have tried and I can't begin to imagine how I would have survived something like this. Hi Camilla, why don't you start with telling us a little bit about yourself. Start with what brought you here to America. Sure. I I came to U.S. about almost 24 years ago. The reason I came to U.S. with my husband, I met him in Brazil and we started dating and relationships he brought me. That was the excitement moment. But when I get here, I was totally surprised by everything. Okay. So he's American. Oh, yes. And he saw your wonderful self? No, it's not really that. So he used to go every year for vacation there. Okay. He's born there oh, as right. he's grew up here. Yeah. And he asked my father to marry me. Oh, so he did it the right he way. Did. Yeah, he Lots did it the respect. right way. Did. But for that, he was very generous to do that. But the problem, he was such a liar. He didn't yeah. sell the truth how life is here. Okay. <laughs> so you got on a plane with him? No. I didn't come with him. He came first because his time there is done and I was not ready to come. After maybe a month or two months, I came. How old were you when you came? I just turned 20. So you were really young. Did you come directly to San Francisco? Where did you go to? I did a few trips before I could be. Okay, let's go back. It was all nice and happy whilst you were over there in Brazil. But then when you came, tell me what happened. Oh, God. As I, I definitely don't like to go back, mm-hmm. but I'm going to resume a little bit yeah. to understand what kind of lie was. First of all, he said, when we get here, we're going to marry in the paper here, because if we marry in the paper there, will be more complicated for me to be legal. I didn't know anything. I trust what he was saying. But the reality, that's a lie. Because when you want to marry someone or the country, you bring already with the baby, fiancé or wife. If you are citizen here, you will apply. This is my wife or this is my girlfriend or my fiancé, and you bring already 
in process to, to legalize. So he lied. He started lying there. But I didn't know. I discovered later. So we did marry on the paper here. And when uh, I asked him, now you're going to change when I started. He said, no, because you're already legal. Your stuff is already done. It's like a few months after I came. And then I was thinking, oh my God, this things change. You know what I mean? And then later I have my first son. And I said, now are you, you going to organize my document? He said, oh no, if we're doing this now, it's going to take longer. So how long would be? Four years. I said, it doesn't matter. You have to start. And he didn't start. So I started being legal. And by the time I didn't know nobody, just him and his mother. And I started being depressed. Nobody. I didn't communicate with my family in Brazil. The time has passed, maybe two, three years after. I have no contact with my family and no friends. Just him and his mom here. And then I said, I need to work. And then I told my mother-in-law, my ex-mother-in-law, oh, I know how to do massage. She said, oh, massage, you're not going to make money with that. I said, what, what kind of job I'll do? She, oh, she said, oh, we don't have a job for you. And that made me more depressed. Yeah. I need to do something. She told me there is a church, Brazilian church. I said, let's go there. So there I started to talk to people. Hey, I do massage and one people tell other people. Yes. I, I started to travel to their homes. Right. And later I told myself, I want a job, like a spa or something. So actually I went to a spa, ask for a job. And they say, oh no, you needed to have your license from here and more English. And after year I have my daughter. So that's She's child number two. Yeah. Then I'd be more home without doing nothing. And ex-mother-in-law, she had a company of house clean. Uh -huh. I told her, why you not give me a job? I work in this company. She said, oh, I don't have a room. I already have the people who work. I'm not going to take them to give you the job. Right. So let me recap. So how many years now? You've had two children. How many years have, have actually been oh. here? Probably. For five? five years. At this point, did he arrange for you to have your citizenship? No, your... not yet. You still make excuses. And not yet. The, the time is past. The days pass. Yes. And I, I told him, I'll do myself. So I already was working. More people, but massage. I tried so cheap and one gift. I gave him the money to pay this lady who, whatever, who could do. So like actually, a lawyer? Actually, she's not a lawyer. She can do all the fill-out application and she process. sent to them. But actually, they tried to deport me. This type of application, they did all wrong. Oh. And they lied. They didn't put the right information. They put there what they want to put in there. Whatever he asked me, I tell him and hear her. I didn't know. And then the immigration responded and said, we got your application. We're going to review and let you know. In his name, not my name. Every letter from immigration used to come in his name. 
after three years, the immigration sent a letter, which was not his name, was my name. That for me was really surprising suspicion. And by the time I was understanding English, okay, a little better. This letter, when I saw my name in the letter, and was saying like this, we have been watching you, we reveal, but we didn't find any reason to deport you. So we want to give you opportunity to get a lawyer and find out more information or even change your status. And they sent me a list of lawyers. I didn't show to him because I understood what they tried to do. I was thinking, what's going on? Was he supposed to help me? Now the migration is literally helped me. I look at the list of lawyers. I say, which one I picked? So I close my eyes and say, whatever my feelings to stop that one. When I gave this letter to the lawyer, the lawyer said, who is the guy? Who is the woman? I say, the guy is my husband, the one who did the work. He said, well, they tried to deport you. Oh my goodness. They say, really? They say, yes. I said, well, he's supposed to help me. And now he tries to deport me. And then he say, yeah, but they didn't follow anything. They have been watching you. Literally, whatever they put in there is not what they find out. But I can help you to clear all this. I even at the time didn't have social security and wish to drive. And the, when the lawyer told me, in two months, you're going to have the permit to work in social security. I said, how? He said, it's so simple. You don't have yet? I said, no. He never applied. I said, no, that is weird. When I come home, I'm so happy. In two months, I'm going to have my social security and my driver's license. He said, how come? And then I show him the paper. And he said, this can be. He went back to the lawyer. He asked him, how are you going to help her? Are you a fake? Are you going to do false document? The lawyer said, excuse me. I worked with the immigration 30 years and lawyer. In 15 years, I worked with this judge because mm -hmm. the letter came from the judge and she has no problem here. Her case is very simple. You just need to change her style and have to, to do the work. Mm -hmm. And then he says, okay. So after that, he started to be abuser. He started to be very violent. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he, he grabbed a knife for me five times. And he heavily drank. I don't know if she was drunk. I never seen drink yet. Yes. Yeah. And he'd be a completely different person. Midnight, he come home with his friend I never seen before. I don't know if those people he always had as a friend. I never met or he just found those friends. The only thing that I know it was strange. People that I never seen, he bring five men to the house like midnight. The, the kids upstairs leave and those people downstairs. I feel so unsafe because him, I didn't trust him. And who those people I never seen, but I... I have a strategy. Mm -hmm. I say, what's going to happen? 
I don't know if this peep is going to honor me or my child, but I yeah. have to do something. But when you're downstairs, I say, hey, guys, are you guys hungry? Maybe I can make something you guys bite with the drink. How yes. about that? This will be great. So I started cooking meat and vegetables and said, here, I want you guys to eat. But when you guys are done, can you please go? Because I really need to work tomorrow morning. And the people say, oh, sure. Thank you. I love your strategy. I love your bravery. And then I say, wow, I couldn't believe. I ask him, please don't bring anybody. Unknown, especially night this time. I don't feel safe, especially men. All strange men. It seems like a gingers. Mm -hmm. I went through this. And he's very different person. Completely. He already kind of weird. The Uh whole thing is weird and strange. But that really different. I lived on those behavior for months, years. He dropped work. I was making a lot of money with massage. Right. Okay. Like probably thousand a week or cash. By the time I was doing 15 massages a day, my massage was $30. Imagine if I was making a thousand a week. So I had to work to pay everything. While he was, I'm not sure what he was doing. Hang out with friends or drug or drug, I don't know. Mm-hmm. For me to get massage, he, to people, he drives me. I never go by myself. But I put all the money in his hand. So for, for him to not be able to hurt me so bad, mm-hmm. I want to give him the money. I see. So he built his credit. We had a few new cars mm-hmm. with my money. Mm-hmm. For him, the money in his hand. Right. That I even it. didn't have an account on his account mm-hmm. for you to have idea. Mm-hmm. And then he completely violent, angry, all kind of stuff. Cheaty. Because uh, I always work, right? Yeah. My kids see, he goes to the neighbor, he kisses the neighbor, goes to the pool. Mom, Ma, he's cheating on you. I mm. saw he kissed the neighbor. Another day, he said, Mom, I, I saw a message. My dad has a girlfriend. His girlfriend texts him. I'm so sorry. Different people call in the house, say they were pregnant. So he lied. He told one of them he was divorced. And me was the babysitter. One day I pick up the phone. The lady said, hey, can I speak to myself? I said, sure. Who is it? Oh, his girlfriend. I said, really? That's nice. I'm his wife. Oh, my gosh. And then the lady said, what? I said, yes, he's right here. here." And the lady said, oh, I don't want to talk to him. I'm sorry. I didn't know. He said he was divorced. He said he didn't help with the kids. Gosh. I said, I'm glad you called oh. because you have to know the truth. And then I said to her, you know what? You can have him. I don't want him anymore. Yeah. We all together for purpose. But soon this is going to end. Mm-hmm. You can continue. I don't care. You're right. She okay. said, oh, I'm sorry. I said, no, you're not hurting me. You give me a favor. Take. Because he was not help at all. And then she said, no, I don't want him anymore. Or the person was calling for his information. I say, who are you? She said, oh, I have been with him for six months. 
and I'm pregnant and I need uh, his information for for him to pay my medical bills. I told her, please don't tell me. Do not disturb me. God has nothing to do with that. Did that person know that you were his wife? Yeah. But they still called. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he become more violent. And then I started getting therapy. Yeah. I tell everything to the therapy. The therapy, oh, you need to make a report. Mm. I said, no, he didn't do anything. My heart, show knife or point knife was not reason to report. To she said, this is abuse. It's literally, you have seven type of abuse. You're living mentally, financially, she said all the stuff yeah. about the relationship, he doing this. We didn't know those people might be from the gang. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not a real girlfriend. Maybe nobody that is pregnant. Maybe is a part of the, his gang and he tried to disturb you. The therapist is sad. There is no guarantee those people is real. Might be they gang people. So we don't know. That's anyway this abuse, she said. We need to report. I say, oh, well, not now. And by the time he started to be violent with the kids, we shoot the kids. Right. And whatever I tell her, she said, I have to report the kids because since you tell me, I know this is not safe. This is dangerous. You don't want to report her, so I have to report. She report him to CPS. She say, I don't know if they gonna have to, or well, I don't know. Don't that I know I did. I said, sure, Bye. but nobody came. And the last time I spoke to her about him, I really was scared. But she complained change. I don't know if he was possession. The only thing that I know seems like not him. He was acting so differently, didn't seem like him. That no. he was just... When he told me serious, oh, I hate you, and I, I want to kill you. When I, I, I've been financial listening. Seems like why something, somebody else in his body. That's, that's scary. I called to my counseling. I said, I need to report this. I'm really scared now. Th- things getting worse. She called the police. When come to the line was the police. She say, I know you're not safe. And they tried to talk to me. And suddenly somebody was in the door. And then they say, okay, the, the police is there. The police arrest him because it was just the family. Everything he was doing, he He's was making everybody scared. Yeah. I don't know if those things was all real or he planning, but he was a terrorize us. Yes. Everybody was scared, even the kids. He terrorized the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you. After that, bye. Of Never course. seen him in the world. After that, I feel relieved. I was completely no motivation. I was completely down. Really down after he went to jail. Oh, I feel free. And then I had a more power to act. Yes, and to live. Right. After that, I focused. I went to school, started for my English. And then I went to massage school. When I got finally my California license. Once I went to school for English, I didn't start. When I was the time to go 
do regular college. I just, you just kept going. Yeah, I studied at science, math, and oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, I feel myself so good. Like really, like I, I seemed like I was dead and rise again. I've been seventy years after you left. Seven years. Only take care of my kids, school, and work. I organized all my life in those seven years. By the time I paid the lawyer, he completely done with my paper. And he said, I do not accept her green card. I want her to have a citizenship. Because she's been his wife 12 years already. She's here. She'd be abused by American. She was under his custody. Yes. She was... His prisoner, mm -hmm. so she has two children, American children, and him. So I do not accept green card. She, she don't have a time for green card. She has a time for citizenship. citizenship. Yeah. Thank God, I feel so great, so thankful. Yeah, I am. I, I I'm just, I'm just glad that I say bless the Lord. Yeah. I'm just glad that you are here. You and the kids are here. You're safe. And look at how dynamic you are. It's a sad and upsetting story, but I'm happy for where you are now and who you are now. Because every time I come to see you, you are so, uh, you are just so happy. You are, I don't know what the way is. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yes. And then after 70 years, I... I spoke to my children. I said, hey, now I think it's time for me to start have a boyfriend. Both said, finally. I said, yes. I had to organize my life. I had to build my credit. My, my financially. I improved my English and my education. And then I'm glad I had my license. And I opened my business in public. Now everywhere. Google everywhere you can find. I'm ready. And then one of my clients said to me, why you not try and get online? So she gave me the site and I saw my husband. What did, what did you said, like about him? I, I saw him was very charming, handsome guy. He invited me to go for, out for dinner. He spoke about his ex. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm safe with him. He's a neighbor, he's the community. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I feel he wasn't hiding anything. No. He was open about himself yeah. and his life. And yes. We really met. So this is a roller coaster of an experience. Yes. And and I wish so many of those things didn't happen. Right. But thank God you've come through it. There is a few people have the worse than me. I think I was not worse because of my personality. Because when I see the person is really bad, I pretend I don't see it. Okay. I don't demonstrate the person is bad or I am scary. You I, don't want to irritate them. You don't want to put them on the right because you want to stay safe. Yes. I think this is my gift I got from God to try to make myself and others safe. I know how deal with those sick for me they are sick because some people they hated them my ex he never beat me up <laughs> thank god because I, I know how to back off or not create a provocation mm -hmm. when he was angry or whatever 
I serve, for example, mm-hmm. when he was really crazy, I say, take your time. You can take deep breaths. You can do whatever was. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I always try to, to diffuse the yes. situation. Yeah. When we dated, I didn't know him. I thought he was what he shows. But when I get here, I see how much he's a psycho. Yeah, complete psycho. But I could give what he was expect from me. Work and give money, cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could do that because I knew I had to sacrifice myself mm-hmm. to get out of the situation without me, her, or my kids. When he the one work, I say, you don't have to. Relax. Because I, I started him. I'd be years. Day and night without sleep. I think, what am I going to do? How am I going to get out of this? I don't know England. I don't know other people. I just, him and his mom, they are completely evil, sick. But I, I cannot confront them. If, if I try, I'm lost. I'm done. I need to be smart. I need to be safe. I need to find a way. And then I started studying him. How are we doing this? When I told him, what about I do my massage cash? I give you the money. You can guess that you want for you. Sure. And he drive me to the house. And I never say nobody to people. So whatever I go to do massage, people think we are happy, nice mm-hmm. couple. I never show that I had anything wrong, wrong with. So for many years, I hated that. And then I started to know more people, get a more client. When he see a lot of money I give to him, I started hiding. Mm-hmm. If I make towels, I give him 80. And I add all the cash, I hide it. Mm-hmm. Because I started thinking about me. So that's what I did. He never bought anything for the kids. Only me and his mom. In no shoes, no clothes, everything for himself. So I don't know what he done with the mom. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And don't you, you don't care anyway. Right. That's what I, I learned. This person is not normal. There is no way I can confront him in argument. Yeah. No. I have so many questions right sure. now. So tell me, what is your life like now? Because you've got two kids. They're mm-hmm. grown up. You've got your business mm-hmm. and you're married. Tell me what else is happening in your life? Travel. Because by the time I never travel, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of sleep. And when I usually live in Brazil, no travel at all. I just school, work, and visit a family member. That's it. When I came here, I've been a few years without doing nothing. Later, I started have idea what am I going to do? I need to get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. So that's where I start. And once I release from him, I, I feel myself free. Yeah. I took him my life, uh-huh. my children. At the right time, I say, now it's time for me to move on. I met my husband. Now I'm the stage two. Enjoy life. Uh, as a couple, as a romance. Yes. And travel. And one thing that I love to make new things, new people travel. Where do you want to go? 
What do you want to do there? What are your plans? Yeah, my plan is each year go different country. Next year, we're going to Europe. We're going to go at least for a country there. Four, yes. After which four countries do you think you'll go to in Europe? Portugal, Germany, England, France, Italy. Actually, it's more than four. Yes. Yeah. After that, I want to go to Jerusalem. The other thing that I'm curious about, for those women or men who are thinking of emigrating to, whether it's America or anywhere else, because they've met somebody on holiday or they've been dating somebody long distance and they're thinking about moving to this other country to live with this person. That's very dangerous. Not about the country, but about the person. From my experience, I never recommend uh, meet them online, dating, distancing, and and believe what the person really say. The reality is not that. But I cannot generalize always the same. That's but, right. But what I would recommend before decision, b- before moving or marrying, go just visit. Go to where the person is, spend one, two weeks or month there, see how the person's daily life is mm-hmm. before making a decision to marry. Because mm-hmm. if I had it done, I never married this person. Never. If I had to come here to visit him, see how his life was here, how he is here, I say, no way. When he asked my dad to marry, mm-hmm. my dad said, well, if she wants, she has my bless. Mm-hmm. But between me and my dad spoke to me, don't marry the guy. You haven't gone back to Brazil. You haven't lived anywhere else. I love U.S. I, I, I like the way the country is. Mm-hmm. I feel this from your home. I don't care about the person because for me, he's really sick. But on the other hand, I appreciate to be here. Maybe if it was not because of him, I never will come here because I, I never had the intention to move to the U.S. for better life. A lot of people come here for better life, opportunity, job, safety. I never had this in my mind. My dream was to be a doctor and work and help people. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I never had met him, I was there. I was a doctor who worked a lot and helped the community. But it's not like you didn't have options. You had options. And clearly you're a smart, highly intelligent woman and very resourceful. Yeah, I'm very determined. I'm very curious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now take into account your kids. What do you think they are taking away from what they've seen mom go through? No, I am not afraid. I'm brave. I'm very positive. I'm very determined. I'm very hard work. You are extraordinary. I really appreciate your time. Anytime you need more questions, chat more. There's kind of interest what you do because there's my inspired other people. Yes. The point, you don't need to learn one bad experience stop you to continue your journey. Depends on nobody. Trust God in yourself. Before we sign off on this show, I want to thank my guest, Camilla, for sharing her heart 
and her experience with us. It could not have been easy. And in fact, it wasn't. But what questions should you be asking before you take that leap? What precautions ought you to be taking? Because it happens so many times. So I'm not quite finished yet with this. On the next episode, you are a highly successful businesswoman. I describe you as the ball of fire. That's exactly my work. That's exactly my career. It's bring hope to people and also inspire them, achieve what's possible in life for them. I came from this process in China. It was never in our culture or mindset to study hard. All we know is we need to come to America. Any place there's Chinese, somehow they always work their way up to be at the top. I've seen people in my community, when they get older, their financial plan is their children. Cultural mindset financial plan. And none of them are happy though. You're very expressive and you're passionate. We have found that there is so much between us that is similar. Yes. That feels alike. That would have been lost.